You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? For lack of a better word, you know what I mean? Money to debate a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! Help! All right, welcome to Money Never Sleeps. This is a show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And there's been a lot of stuff going on, a lot of earnings uh, coming out. Uh, Fang has been um, interesting, to say the least. Okay, you, you look at Apple. Okay, Apple is quite possibly going to be the first trillion-dollar company. It's on its way there. Okay, the company itself has been evolving, you know, uh, back to when Steve Jobs was alive. The company was constantly evolving, and it's evolving still. Uh, it's a more mature company, and it's just a cash cow. Uh, and I see it more as a consumer products company and not so much as just a tech company. You know, I, I don't, it's, it's, the, the, how it's valued is more, it's, it's more valued closer to a mature tech company. It's, uh, the PE is about 17 plus, uh, the PE ratio on it. Okay, and just to give you a couple of examples, you look at advanced micro devices, you know, has a 17 plus PE ratio. That's a mature tech company. While Sony, consumer products company, has a 12 plus PE ratio. So it's, it's, again, it's just, it's all relative. Um, I think it's, it's kind of priced in the range, you know, where the value in the range where it should be. Uh, you know, look, you look at Twitter, Twitter has a 40 plus and Alibaba has a 50 plus. So these are just examples of how, how other publicly traded companies are valued in the market and how people perceive them. Uh, but I do think that Apple has, uh, has a, the, the distinct, distinct possibility of getting to that point of being the first trillion dollar company, uh, in the world. Interesting. All right, now, I talked about Alibaba. I want to talk about Starbucks, and this is interesting. There's a tie-in here. Okay, Starbucks made an announcement that they're tying in with Alibaba. They're going and they're integrating Starbucks into everything Alibaba, so in China. Okay, so they're doing that there, and that gives them access. I think that Alibaba has, I don't know, a half a billion or, or, or more uh, active um, participants on its platform. Probably a lot more than that, I would think. Um, but I'm just throwing a number out there. Um, and and it's, it's, it's amazing because now with Starbucks doing that, it's going to give them access to actually expanding their reach, you know, um, and, you know, getting, I mean, China's a big market. And their price points can come into play with what is on the lower end over there. Not so much on the lower end, but they do have other coffee companies that are comparable in taste and quality to Starbucks and are very able to be competitive. That's the word, competitive. They're able to be competitive. It should be interesting, and it, it could give a nice boost to Starbucks uh, over time. Now, this is not something that's going to happen overnight. 
but it'll happen over time. And it kind of puts Starbucks in in that tech uh, sector a little bit with what they're doing. Uh, very smart move. You know, you have Walmart that is actually looking to have a um, a movie um, a movie database, kind of like what Amazon has. So you see a lot of companies trying to integrate with tech with the tech part of it or tech companies to expand their reach and that's smart because tech is the future so you'll i'm sure we'll see more companies doing that now uh staying on the topic of tech you know facebook look this company it's you know it when when it when it became publicly traded people kind of jump ship okay the stock went down into the teens and it was you know people were not happy with it i said back then that it was a buy it was a buy and a hold okay the stock went and it skyrocketed um you know but since july 25th it sank from its uh, year high of 218 dollars and like whoever bought it there ouch um, but to where it is today, about the $172 range, it has been hanging around there over the course of this, the last couple of days. Uh, look, Facebook has more tricks up its sleeve, and you have to look at their assets, what they have. They have Instagram, WhatsApp. They have assets they are just beginning to monetize, and they have assets they can actually spin out if they wanted to as their own uh, publicly traded companies creating value for their shareholders. You know, they have options to create additional shareholder value. Uh, but I don't think that they're gonna, they're gonna go jump the gun on that just yet. I do think that they're gonna take the time. I think that they will not rush to do it because that's not how Zuckerberg works. He'll drag his feet a little bit, be very deliberate with his moves, but when they strike, they strike. So if you're looking for a quick trade, hey, you may get it here at this range, you know, with, with a week-long hold, maybe a couple of weeks. Um, but if you're a patient, then you may see something greater in about a year, uh, I think. Uh, it's possible. Okay, so, um, but that's something to look at. You know, like Twitter, too, I think it's undervalued for what it can do. It also, it has a lot of subsidiaries, Um that it can do stuff with uh, they just i mean this team just needs to go and get it together and i think that's what they're doing and they can create true value they can create facebook value over time it's just a different type of platform and i think people now are understanding it it's been a very extremely viable platform for communicating for both president obama and president trump and other you know elon musk and so on and so forth you mean you you have sports um celebrities and you know i mean the, the the uses of it and how you're able to communicate with the world um is just getting more and more interesting and twitter is right in the center of that um there, look there are a lot of geopolitical events happening out there um and i mean it's just crazy uh some of some of these events can and will and will impact some international players in a good way, some in a bad way. Uh, so we will see what happens as the tariff games are played and trade wars loom. A lot of things going on there. Look, it's a transition. Okay, you know, the United States is that sleeping, sleeping lion that just woke up due to President Trump. You know, I, I one thing I realized that 
you know, with politics. It's easy to sweep things under the, under the rug and don't deal with it and just let the next administration deal with it. Um, but look, you know, Trump, he is not looking to pass something on to the next administration. He's not, he's, he's looking to clean up the messes from previous administrations beyond Obama going into Bush and everything else. He's looking to try to make things right for the better of the country. Um, I don't agree with everything. Okay. But, you know, uh, we have to forge forward, uh, and just, you know, just see where, where things go. Um, I, I think that a lot of change will happen for the better of, of the country, for the better of the people. Okay. And, uh, again, you know, not everyone, you know, uh, likes Trump. Okay. But you don't need to like someone to benefit. So anyway, so enough, enough with that. I don't like getting too many, uh, political things on in life or on this show. Uh, but I want to kind of go into, uh, digital assets, cryptocurrencies for a second. Um, not for a second, for the remainder of the show, actually. Uh, the Piku Novus Network is getting a nice facelift. I'm going to get into that in a second. You know, if you look at Bitcoin, you look at, you know, um, you know, Ether, it used to be Ethereum, but Ether, um, you look at these, uh, cryptocurrencies, these digital assets, they, you know, the, the volatility is amazing. It flips up and down, up and down, and people are trying to figure out what is going on. The big thing with any cryptocurrency is the use. What is it used for? Bitcoin, I mentioned it many, many times, and I'll continue to mention it. It's the grandmother of them all, and it started the whole trend because it was proof of concept. It worked, and now you have more things working, and you have a lot of, you have a lot of coins that are out there. And that, that is the problem. You have, uh, an influx of BS that's, that's coming at you. And as an investor, you would probably look at it and say, Oh my God, what do I do? You know, this sounds so great. This is an ICO. That sounds so great. You know, you have to look at things, you know, looking at ICOs. If you remember a lot of these platforms as an ICO, they're not even created yet. So you, you, you're looking at a ground floor opportunity. Great. Okay. It's a risk. It's a high risk. Um, you have other coins out there that mimic Bitcoin, um, that have been, you know, uh, breakaways from Bitcoins with hard forks and so on and so forth. And, you know, the, the original Bitcoin holders, they benefited from all this with all these hard forks and everything else because they get a piece of the pie. Okay. And that's where it becomes interesting. If you're, you're in a situation like that as a holder of coins, you just sit tight, you hold on to it, you benefit. Okay, but now with anything beyond Bitcoin, the use has to come into play. What's the use? What's the use of Litecoin? What's the use of Bitcoin Cash? What is the use? What are they using these for? If you have distribution, yeah, great, you have distribution, you can go do that, but is it sustainable? And that's what I look at, the sustainability. Now, going back to uh, Piku Novus, you know, the network is getting a facelift. And Piku Novus is one of those sustainable um, digital assets because there's a use. You know, with the escrow system and other other uh, things that are gonna uh, being added, okay, that would directly benefit Piku Novus 
um, coin holders and will directly benefit anyone that's utilizing Pico Novus for business. You have a lot of businesses that are utilizing Pico Novus to go and perform transactions because they're able to. You know, it's it's opening up a door where you can safely transact business internationally without the fear of losing your money, without the fear of high, um, you know, high fees, you know, by from from getting a letter of credit or things of that nature. So there are a lot of uses, and with. Um, and I mentioned this on the last show. I'm going to continue to talk about this because it, it, it will have a big impact on what's happening. Now, the Megahood Vault is different. It has nothing to do with the Pico Novus Network. However, the Megahood Vault was created as a highly secure vault, like, a, like you would have a physical bank vault, where you can take your coins and you can put them in and your safety deposit box in the vault. That means you can take them, put them there. You don't. They won't be in your wallet. They'll be in your safety deposit box, so that makes your coins even safer. You have another layer of security. No one can see them or touch them. No one. Okay, not even you know anyone that that's that's dealing with the network. They can't do that because you you kind of have them in cold storage. Just like if you put gold bars in your safety deposit box, it's safe. Okay, so the Megahood Vault is going to have a lot. Of different, um, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say products. I'm gonna say different, um, different transactional value. Okay, because there are gonna be a lot of things added to the vault that will that will allow someone to perform a real estate transaction and utilize the Megahood Vault to do so and utilize the Pico Novus coins to do so. Okay, and I'll go over that stuff uh, on the next show. Uh, I'm going to be doing the uh, Money Never Sleep show a lot more often um, just because there's so much to talk about and having a weekly or bi-monthly show is not going to cut it with getting information out and uh, sharing things with everyone that listens to the show. All right, so we're going to start doing that. But Pico Novus, the digital wallet, is getting a facelift. That's, that was my initial topic. Um, the digital wallet, over the next couple of days, is going to look different. It's going to feel better. It's going to feel smoother. And, uh, this, again, the functionality uh, is, going, is, is there. It's just it's going to be easier to, um, to navigate and easier for, for people to use. And that, that's all key, ease of use. Okay, and the security is constantly being uh, upgraded uh, and added on to just for the benefit of, of the network. Okay, now transitioning. Let's go to Megahood Coins. Um, people have been asking, you know, what are you using for? Okay, let me, let me explain something to you about the Megahood Coins. The reason, you know, they, they were given as a uh, digital uh, asset uh, dividend distribution and uh, to Pico Novus uh, coin holders for a reason. Uh, the Megahoot coins, basically, the Megahoot network is, is going to be an ecosystem, okay, where various digital assets are being developed as we speak, and various platforms that will be launched over the, you know, over the course of the next year or two, and it's going to be from anywhere from gaming, consumer products, things of that nature, and it's just going to continue to grow, and 
these all these platforms, all everything that's happening, it, you know, basically you you'll only it only allow for Mega Coins to be used. No other form of payment will be accepted. It's a game changer in my opinion. A lot of good things are coming out of it. And uh, you know, with with the Mega Vault, uh, basically, I had a lot of questions about that. And, I, and I'm going to go in the next show. I'm going to talk about the Mega Coins and what's going to be happening. But the Mega Vault, the Vault is comprehensive, highly secure, as, as I mentioned, and will allow holders of digital assets to exchange and interact on a global scale. It's not just for individuals; it's for businesses primarily. You know, such as import, export, real estate, any type of sales, and more. Because of the functions, the functionality being integrated into the vault, it will add additional value to Piku. Trust me, that's going to happen. Because uh, Piku will, will be the only digital asset on in the vault that will be able to be used for escrow, digital contract signing, integration of such transactions on, on the Piku Novus uh, blockchain, and so on. It's, I mean, so many things going on. And this is stuff that Bitcoin, Ether, things of that nature will not be able to integrate uh within the vault on those levels okay so it's going to be interesting okay and in the vault at some point uh very soon when the uh, all the the coding is done everything's done uh you know you'll be able to exchange the bitcoin for piku piku for this coin that coin for that coin more coins are going to be added to 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 the uh, the vault uh, to give people options on you know give them a way to exchange coins and create liquidity. Okay, and I'm looking forward to showcasing all of this soon. But uh, again, as I said, the show is going to be more frequent, more often, uh, for the benefit of every, all all our listeners. And I appreciate everyone listening to the show. And uh, I'll, we'll be back with you. I'm going to be back with you in a couple of days. And we're going to talk more about what's going on uh, in the marketplace, what's going on in the digital asset marketplace, cryptocurrency markets, and so on and so forth. All right. So anyway, on that note, um, if you have any questions, you know, you can email the show and, and ask. I get a lot of questions, and I try to answer that within the show. All right, but until then, I want you guys to have a great trading day, and we'll be be back with you on the next segment of Money Never Sleeps. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez, its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. 
No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.